Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, a horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined, as always, by my lovely wife, Katie. Hi. So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2018 American horror comedy film, Puppet Master, Lilith Reich. World War Three begins on your toy shelf. That's not bad. Hit that music. Closing on and yes, take a seat and take a rest. From behind the curtain, a disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the Spooky Movie Squad. <laughs> Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 291 of this illustrious podcast. And chapter four of our month of horror movies involving dolls. So I was trying to figure out some sweet movies with dolls and a blast from my past actually episode 34 of this podcast came up again and that was puppet master the Lilith reich now if you've been here long enough you've heard me talk about the puppet master movies they are some of my favorite movies of all time i i love them they're they're just so darn neat and at this point, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 movies in this world. A couple of them are in different realities, especially now. The Lilith Reich is in its own alternate reality, and the creators said that. It's not part of the same world. It's its own little world. But for the uninitiated Puppet Master is a series about little dolls that get animated and they kill my majority of the time they kill for evil but there is a handful of movies where they kill for good and they kill nazis and it's fucking awesome they were there in world war ii and they fought against the nazis this movie changes it up and says that what if they weren't fighting the nazis what if they were fighting for the Nazis and helping kill the Jewish people and actually yeah, and everybody all else. other people and it goes from there uh, it's a reboot of the series and hopefully they continue and make some more I, I thought this was a fun movie so Katie what did you think about Puppet Master the Lilith Reich this movie is absolutely as ridiculous as you would think it is based on the title <laughs> The kills are outrageous. The acting is okay. Um, but just, it's one of those horror films that is, like, a insane for insanity's sake. And I like it because it's dumb. Uh, there were a couple kills in it that were just, like, you didn't need to do that. Like, yeah. I could have gone my whole life without seeing that happen. Specific, there's one specific death, um, which we'll maybe talk about later, that didn't ever need to be shown on screen. But other than that, it was pretty good. Like, these little tiny dolls, they're not even really, like, they're not Chucky-sized dolls or Annabelle-sized dolls. Like, they're not people inside doll 
like get ups. These are like legitimate, like little tiny G.I. Joe sized dolls. Like these are like transformer little dolls and they are just wreaking havoc. And it is hilarious, especially because they don't talk. It's like more funny because they don't talk like, you know, Chucky is like giving you shit the whole time. And Megan is like giving you shit the whole time. These ones are just silent and doing their master's bidding. And it is chaotic and scary. So, uh, like I said before, I love these movies. And it's funny you bring up the fact that they're not people inside the dolls. In one of the movies, they actually were souls of people that Andre Toulon knew that, oh, yeah. that died. And so, well, that makes me think of... Um... What is that movie that we watched? It was like a, an anthology movie. And one of the clips in the anthology, they were like in a city hall thing. And there was like pictures of puppets or like of little puppet things along the wall. And mm. then they came to life and murdered everybody. It was like voodoo. There were like little Oh, you're talking about Tales from the Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. It made me think of that. Like spirits in within the dolls. Yeah. So they're really fucking cool. And with this movie, there was an upgrade to some of the looks. Uh, my boy Blade, it's like my favorite puppet. He has a hook and just a normal little switchblade for hands. And they upgraded him, and it was alright. But if you've seen any of the old ones, you got Pinhead. He's a super strong one. Jester has no powers or abilities. It can just change his face into multiple faces. And it's just always around getting into shit. And like... He'll get, like, almost beat up by humans, and then the other puppets come in and, like, save his life. And he's like, oh! And Jester's so cute. He's just, he's just there. He's cheering on his friends. Tunneler has a drill on his head, and he loves drilling through people. It happens a lot. There's one called Six Shooter, and it's, it's got Spider-Man arms, and it has little guns that can actually shoot. And he's, like, dressed like a cowboy. It's, uh, it's, I love these fucking dolls. One day, I'm gonna sit Katie down, and we're gonna watch... Part four and five, that's the one where they're good as fuck. And they're trying to fight against demon puppets. I'm looking at this list and I appreciate that one of these things is called Decapitron. Yes. That's fantastic. That was the super puppet that they made to help them with the demons. Also, Mephisto and Dr. Death. Yeah, there's And some... Cyclops. Like, we're just taken straight from the X-Men over here. Straight from Marvel. Like, fuck it. Yeah, there's some crazy ones in here. It's it's a very fun series. Uh, one review that I saw that said, like, if you just accept the world that they provide, you'll have a fun time here. Uh, well, you, I feel that's true. If you true. start questioning things. I feel that's true in any, any horror movie. You have to just hang up your reality hat and go along for the ride of the movie. And honestly, all movies. No. The reason that people can't get into movies or struggle getting into movies or whatever is because they can't put their fucking reality hats on. They can't take their reality hats off. Yeah. And it's like, no, take it off. Let's just accept the fact that everyone in this world can fly or everyone in this world has super hearing or whatever the fuck it is, right? Let's just accept that and move on and then enjoy the film for what it is, right? But critics and just people in general cannot seem to just let the shitty reality of the regular world 
go. Yeah. And it makes it seem like you just have a stick in your butt. Like, just let it happen. Let this crazy-ass world where these tiny fucking Nazi puppets are wrecking shit. Like, just go with it, okay? Yeah, it's it's fun stuff. (laughs) The filmmakers are taking you on a journey. Let them fucking drive the boat, okay? (laughs) So, this movie, it stars our boy Thomas Lennon. That name... Hey, it's 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 Deputy Dangle from Reno 911. Mm-hmm. New boot goofing, man. Oh, I love it when he got his new boots. He was hopping around. He's like, I'm just goofing. New boot goofing. <laughs> and Barbara Crampton. So she has been doing horror movies since either of us have been born. She was in the original Puppet Master movie. And she was in, what, Reanimator? Uh, something else that we should watch because it's awesome. She is a very, very good actress. And she was in a lot of soap operas, too. And she's still doing stuff. She is one of the voices of the heroes from the game Back for Blood. So she's one, her name is Mom. She's the older one that takes care of everybody. And Udo Kier. He is a German actor. I believe he was in, was he in House of the Dead? No, that was the other German guy. He was in the first Blade movie. He was the one that was in charge of the vampires, and then mm-hmm. Frost, like, set him on fire. Well, left him out in the sun, and he burnt up. So, we'll get through this story. Uh, this film, is it's a quick one. I believe it's an hour and a half? Uh, 90 minutes, straight up. So, with credits and all that stuff, it's less than that. It gets in, explains what it's going to do. It's going to show puppets attack people, hate crimes, for everyone. Damn, that's the seven words. I'm going to go back and fix that. So, our story begins in 1989 in Texas. I think it said Pearland, Texas. That's I don't know where the fuck that is. And I'm Pearland? from... Pearland? 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 I don't know. It's Pearland. Well, that's how you know I'm not from there. I don't know how to say it. You know? <laughs> oh, Pearland, Texas. So, we meet up with Andre Toulon. Hey, I know that guy. He likes fighting against Nazis. Not in this world. He's an escaped Nazi war criminal. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he's in Texas. And he is trying to proposition a bartender into having some sexy times after work. Well, he finds out that the bartender is a lesbian and makes out with her girlfriend. So later that night, he sends his puppets to attack and kill the woman and her girlfriend. And so we see Blade hop out from behind the you know the back seat, get the stabbing. And I think Penhead comes out and just breaks someone's head. Uh, These puppets are awesome. And they're really good at killing because they're tiny. And he tells the puppets to stay off the roads and stay in the shadows and make it back whenever you can. So we see that some police officers, they track the blood and little footprints back to Toulon's mansion. And so they come in and they light Andre Toulon the fuck up. They come in, it's like seconds after they go in. Later on, they say like, yeah, we came into the house and we looked around and we saw that he was trapping women in the basement. And I'm like, y'all walked in three seconds later, y'all started lighting him up. Like, you didn't see a goddamn thing. You were like, yeah, you bad. Bop, 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 bop. That's fine. He needed to die because he was a bad person. So we move to 2019 and we meet up with Edgar Easton. Hey, it's Thomas, Thomas Lennon. So... He is moving back in with his parents because he just got a divorce. And, you know, it's the typical parents. The mom is all about, like, you can stay here as long as you need because we love you. Dad's like, when are you leaving? You know, 
It's just how it works. So he's trying to work and get everything back together in his life. And he meets up back with like a childhood friend. And her name's Ashley. And it seems they're working shit out real quick. And they, they probably liked each other. So he's going through his deceased younger brother's like boxes in his room. And he finds a creepy ass little puppet. Hey, it's a blade doll. That's awesome. He got a blade doll. I wish I had a blade doll. Nope. Okay, well, uh, I guess I'll put a blade doll somewhere else and not show Katie, I guess. maybe. Not in this house. No, sir. We okay. don't do dolls. Well, I'll do something. So he sees this puppet and Googling the doll, he finds that its name is Blade and it's based on a design by Andre Toulon who performed puppet shows before the rise of the Third Reich. And he was real big into occult and Nazi stuff. So it's, once again, a running theme in anything Nazi-related that the Nazis were all about the occult. Just like in the first Captain America movie, Hellboy, there are tons of movies where they're like Nazis were like, what if we had magic? I think we could win if we had magic. What was that movie we watched? Blood Vessel. Yeah. Fucking vampires, fucking you know? Good. They were trying to work out vampires being a weapon. Then they all got bit because they're stupid. <laughs> so Edgar finds out that there's an auction happening soon. And all the original Toulon dolls are going to be sold. So Edgar, his girlfriend Ashley, and Edgar's boss Markowitz um, embark on a road trip to sell the doll. Because he needs money and he's got a new girlfriend. So, you know, he's got to make sure he can have his own home. <laughs> Or some type of apartment, you know, not live in his parents, like, in his tiny, like, childhood room, you know? So, as they make it to the hotel, Edgar and Ashley, uh, they start experiencing just weird shit from the get-go. Weird phone calls, and he can hear it says, like, stay out of the shadows, make sure no one sees you. And he's like, who the fuck is saying that? And his blade puppet starts moving on its own. They don't see it, like properly like scoot down the street or anything but it's just under the bed and they're like how did it get under here oh well and they keep going on with their life i'm like i don't like that at fucking all how did it move oh well so the group they participate in a tour of two lines mansion hosted by the cop that lit him the fuck up so that's her job now she's like well i live here and just do this tour uh, that seems kind of boring i guess i don't know so the cop informs everybody that Toulon was a terrible person. He abducted, raped, and tortured Jewish women upon getting to America. And they say that Toulon is entombed in a mausoleum across the street. A very weird building with these pokey little metal like rods sticking out of the rooftop. Edgar's like, why is it? Why are those things poking out of the ceiling? And they're like, we don't know. It's weird. We don't go over there. He's like, oh, okay. It's really fucking weird. So, the first night at the hotel, Edgar and Ashley realize that his blade doll's missing. And it hits Edgar really quick. He's like, wow, I'm a fucking idiot for leaving my valuable doll in a hotel with everyone else that we're going to sell these dolls off the next night. And he's like, I'm an idiot for leaving it in this hotel room. And so we see that it's not just his doll. 
a lot of people in the hotel are starting to complain about the noise and people being missing and dolls disappearing. And so we see that the murders start. And these dolls are picking people not out of random, but systematically picking people of color, Jewish people, or homosexuals. And so Edgar realizes that these deaths are hate crimes. He's like, somebody hates these people in this hotel. So these kills are crazy. There are new dolls. One has propeller hands and flies around and cuts people's heads off because this guy's head off as he's peeing into the toilet. One pregnant lady, and this is the... This is the death this that the, did not need to be in any movie ever. Yes. We get a new doll. It's like a frog. No, no, it was the tunneler one. This doll tunnels through the lady's vagina and comes out through her stomach carrying her little baby fetus, fetus in its hands. I was like, holy shit. I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, Jesus, that's a lot. This death alone is the reason that Emma and Micah are not on this episode. Yeah, I was like... We are not full spooky movie squad for this. Because be- like, that was so brutal and so unnecessary. Yeah, but I was like, these puppets are hard fucking core. Uh, we see Blade helping out puppets. And, like, they're tiny, so they have to make sure that the stabs and punches connect properly. They cut tendons and legs. People go down quick. And the second you go down, it's game over, honestly. And Blade stabs... And he keeps stabbing. Kenny was like, damn, why is he stabbing so much? I'm like, because he's tiny. He's got to make sure this tiny little knife gets where it needs to. So he's like, eh, eh, eh. We see Torch uh, torching people, burning them to the bone. I was like, god damn, that flamethrower is strong. So at this point, Edgar, Ashley, and the cop, what is that asshole's name? Detective Brown. Detective Brown start checking rooms, and Detective Brown doesn't think that this is a, an issue. But then, after finding like maybe the third dead body, he's like, "Uh oh, this is a thing. I need everybody to meet up in the lobby." And so they meet up in the lobby, and the hotel's bartender, Cuddly Bear, <laughs> Cuddly Bear's the fucking best. He kind of leads a revolt against everybody. Because Detective Brown tells everybody, we're not leaving. We're not getting into our cars. We're not driving off because there's an issue here. And I called the cops, more cops, from out of town. And they'll be here in a couple minutes. Then when they get here, we're going to find this goddamn killer. Cully Bear is like, fuck that shit. We breaking out. And so everybody scoots off and they go into the parking lot. Unfortunately for the people that went outside, this is what the puppets wanted. And they were waiting under cars in the darkness, coming out of the sky. And we see just about everybody that Edgar and Ashley met in this movie, they kind of get their shit rocked if they go outside. We got people getting their heads absolutely crushed, people getting tendons cut, electrocuted, caught on fire. It's scary shit. Cuddly Bear's outside. He starts running back in, and he's got a little kid hanging on to the back of his shirt. He gets inside. The little kid got his arms cut off. And so he's got little arms on his shirt and he knocks them off. He's like, damn, I tried, little boy. (laughs) So while they are on the inside, the groups split up into smaller groups. Because that's what you do when you're getting attacked. And plus, I guess it's harder for the puppets to find everybody if there's not all just in one room. 
But you would think, if we're all together, we can't, like, stomp out. We can't get stomped out by puppets if we're all in one room together. Like, you know, they got to really get us. Hell, I don't know. So, Edgar is the smartest person in the room, and he realizes that these puppets are fueled by, like, racist ideology. So, whoever's in charge is making this puppets racist. So, Markowitz, being a Jewish man, he recites a Hanukkah prayer, and a puppet instantly pops up and is like, you Jewish son of a bitch, come here. And they jump the puppet, and they disable it, and they check on the inside to see what makes this thing tick. It's The technology is awesome on the inside. And they split into small groups, and they decide they're just going to hide it out until the cops get here, and they can get some more weapons and get the hell out of here. So, as they are in a room, chilling, they hear someone praying in Hebrew, and Markowitz is like, I gotta save this person. Bro, they're speaking in Hebrew. They're like doing their last rites. He's like, I gotta help. So Edgar comes with Markowitz, and they tried to stage a rescue attempt. Uh, everything falls apart. The puppet, this one is like a pump, and is on the dead body, pumping blood out, and just happy, just jumping. Like, this is my life. I'm just jumping on this dead body, pumping blood out. It's a mess. And Markowitz gets fucked up. So what happens is, if you make enough noise, the puppets are like, oh, they they in room 12B. Get their ass. And they'll cut through the wall and then just drop on you and just stab you up. Which is what happens to Markowitz. Oh, no. So Edgar and Ashley, they decide that they're going to jump out the window into a dumpster to get outside and hopefully get somewhere. Their new friend, Narissa, she was hitting on Markowitz, and they were probably going to get it, get it on before, you know, the death. She jumps out, too, but she hits the side of the dumpster and hits the ground, and she is dead. I was like, God damn. So, Edgar and Ashley jump out, and they hop into a vehicle, and Edgar, once again, has an idea that something is connected to that mausoleum across the street. So... He gets into the truck, goes full fucking speed at the mausoleum, and crashes into it. The attack disables the puppets. Unfortunately, it reanimates Andre Toulon's corpse. And so he's like this weird, desiccated zombie. And it starts attacking Edgar and Ashley. So Edgar pulls out a pipe and starts going buck wild on him. And he hits the zombie in the head. And he's like, Ashley, are you all right? And she's like, yeah, he was choking me. The zombie goes back and pulls out a pistola and shoots Ashley. And then scoots off into the wilderness. So we jump ahead. They don't say how long it is in the future, but a little bit further. And Edgar, once again, is popular because of a comic book. What he likes to do with his comic books is draw things that happen to him in his life. His original character was based on his wife, so, but when they got divorced, he couldn't bring himself to keep drawing and making stories about her. But now he has a new story to write about, and he goes over his experiences at the hotel. And a fan says, like, hey, um, are you going to write any more about this story? Because it's really good. And he's like, yeah, I, I don't think the story's over yet. I think there's something else that needs to happen or something I need to do. And he kind of sits there and he's like, yeah, 
It's not over yet. And then it cuts to black. We do get a post-credit scene. So during the movie Cuddly Bear, he's talking to his wife on the phone. And he's like, baby, don't worry about me. I'm going to be home late. There's some weird shit happening. White people are getting killed everywhere. But I'm going to get home to you, baby. So take a bubble bath. And I'll meet you at home. Cuddly Bear makes it home, my boy. He was getting his shit stabbed up at the end of the movie before the puppets just turned off. I was, like, scared for him. And so he opens the door, and he, the wife is, like, about to say, like, what the fuck? And he's like, don't ask. Don't ask. And then that is the end of the movie. <laughs> That'd be Katie if I walk in just covered in blood. I'm like, don't. I will tell you later. I need to lay down for a little bit. <laughs> Katie's like, okay. Like, just, baby, give me a second. So, Katie, who's your favorite character in Puppet Master? The Littlest Reich. Cuddly Bear. Hell yeah. He had all the best lines. He was a man of action. He was just incredible. He's the best person in this movie, for sure. So, first place is Cuddly Bear. He was the absolute best. Yeah. And I'm not really the biggest fan of people speaking in third person. I do love The Rock, and Rock loved talking to himself. He's like, The Rock is the best, you know? But I love me some Cuddly Bear in this movie. He was fucking awesome. And he was fighting off puppets and shit. Sure, they did jump him. It was like four of them on him, stabbing him at the end. And he's like, oh, God. But he made it. But I have to go with someone else. That's Edgar. He was smart. He came up with ideas. And he actually assumed a lot of right answers about these things. The second he saw the the dead people, he's like, okay. Like, Italian guy. Jewish dude, black lady, lesbian couple. These are hate crimes. I'm like, what? He's like, no, all these people, they're, you know, quotation mark, different. These are fucking hate crimes, dude. And he's like, oh, that's a weird jump to take. He's like, no, it's not a jump to take. Look at these people. And he's like, these little puppets are Nazis. And then it's one line they had in the trailer. It's like, Nazi puppets? He's like, think about it. It's the perfect thing. They're tiny. They can get in anywhere. If Anne Frank was in the attic, they'd find her instantly. And I was like, yeah, they would. Anne Frank would get her shit rocked by Blade and Pinhead and Torch. It would find her real quick. So he was awesome. Like I said, all his guesses were right. It was crazy. So Katie, who was your least favorite character? Um, My least favorite character was Detective Brown. Yeah. <laughs> he was a bag of ass. What a worthless fucking cop. I'm going to back you up on that. And once again, this is a running stereotype in scary movies. Either the cop is all in on helping, they have to die. That type of cop, they will not survive to the end. I, the only movie I can think of is fucking Darkness Falls. And even though halfway through the movie, he was like, holy shit, the tooth fairy is real and she's killing people. The first half, he was like, you're crazy. The tooth fairy doesn't do that. You're stupid. He saw someone get yanked into the darkness. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but usually cops are like, that's not real. Nazi puppets, you don't crack. Holy shit, that Nazi puppet. Look at him. Stabbing that person. Yeah. Yeah, Detective Brown was absolute ass. Mm-hmm. He was ass in this movie. So, let us do seven. Actually, before we do that, Katie, Um, so there were a big handful of puppets in this movie. Was there a specific puppet that you, that you liked? Or anything that popped out? I don't think in this movie in particular, because I haven't watched any of the rest of the series, I don't think there was enough time spent on any one puppet yeah. that was enough to like 
make me feel one way or the other about them. Um, like, they were all just little murderous assholes. <laughs> and none of them, like, these puppets don't have lines. And specifically in this movie, none of them had, like, any, like, leadership. There was not one in charge. There was yeah. not one that was killing more people than any of the other ones. Like, they kind of all just went out at the same time, and they killed a bunch of people, and then they were gone all at the same time. So no one really, none of the puppets stood out to me as a favorite, but I feel like had I watched the other films and gotten a chance to experience them in something else where there was maybe less puppets or more time spent on the puppets, then I would have a favorite, but I don't currently. So it's funny you say that, that there was no leader. So in the movies, Blade, he's in the most of the movies, the one just with the you know, stabby hands. He is the unofficial leader. They usually listen to him because he's like the oldest one. And he he doesn't talk, but he makes this like sound. He's like, <sighs> and he like tips his hat all the time and like mm-hmm. gives salutes people. Blade is, he's a cutie pie. Um, I like his original look. This Blade was not not cute. Uh, but no, it was cool seeing a new blade and the blade like came out of the hand and the hand like split open, which was cool, but weird. Um, but I, yeah. Blade is your favorite. Yeah. Blade's always cool to see him. But like I said, we'll, we'll watch part four and five. When they're good. Yeah. They're really, really cool. Pinhead, gigantic body, little head, and he's super strong, beating up grown ass men. They are so cute. So, okay, but good. I wanted to add that to see if there's any doll that popped out. Uh, the one that was pumping blood, that looked that one looked so useless. All it did was just pump blood out of bodies. But I was like, watching, I was like... I mean, that's deadly as fuck. Yeah, I was like, that doll is happy. It's doing its job. And it it's wouldn't doing take it. long. I don't remember how big the like needle or pipe thing it was using to take out blood, but it would go very quickly. Like... The little tiny needle that they use when you donate blood is able to take, like, a pint in, like, under 10 minutes. Like, it takes, like, mine flows really fast, so it takes me, like, six or seven minutes, like, to fulfill a whole pint. So, it would not take very long for them to just be like, oh, yeah, we hooked up to your blood and now you're dead. Like, you have (laughs) zero blood in your body. Just pumping you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so now let us do seven-word synopsis. So I probably have a couple, but I was trying to look at the old book. I need to to listen back to the old episode to see what I said. But I'm going with tiny Nazi puppet hate crime motherfuckers. Uh, Write it down, because you don't write down your seven words, and then you go back and look at it, and you're like, damn it, I wish I knew what my seven words were. Yeah, uh, well, I I remember that one, but... uh, I miss the old, cute puppet versions. I miss how they used to look. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. All right. Uh, Nazi puppets reanimate to murder hotel guests and outrageous kills from tiny, violent Nazi puppets. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. uh, Like I said, we will look at some old ones. And you can look at them. They really are cute guys back in the day. <laughs> so, this film came out August 17th, 2018, or April 20th, 420 Blazer, 2018, at the Overlook Film Festival. So, 
I'll tell you, this film, it released at multiple film festivals and stuff like that, and it then it went to video on demand in 2018. Uh, it had a limited release, DVD, and on VHS and Blu-ray. So what do you think the budget for this movie was? Um, $500 dinks. You would think, because of just what they had to do, but you gotta remember, a lot of this was practical, and they had to make all these puppets, and the moving parts, and all that stuff, so they spent $2.5 dues oh my on this God. movie. Yeah, uh, it's, it's tough, because what they want and need the puppets to do, and it's just a lot of work. I, I always assume, when you have to do puppet things, or like, practical shit... You spend a lot of money. Like, Psycho Gorman, it's a lot of money on the outfits. But it's the most important part, just like in this movie. The puppets are the most important part. So, now, being that you know that it was a film festival and it released on DVD and VHS and things like that, what do you think the box office was? $500 dinks. $643, 614 dinks. So, uh, yeah, it... it it makes sense of what it made. It didn't come out in theaters. It probably would have made a little bit more, but... Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Theaters are... I don't know. I don't think general audiences are really prepared for, like, evil Nazi puppets. Yeah. Like, Nazi horror films. Um, it's weird, because I feel like we're at a point where we're far enough removed that we're starting to see it be more prevalent. Like, we're doing more... World War Two, World War One, and World War Two war movies again. Yeah, yeah, we're, like we're the, dipping into that. Those now. are coming back. Like you know, the, we had the Captain America movies. We had like you know, nineteen seventeen, and all these different like war movies that portray like the the horribleness of it all. Um, but I don't think we're still not far enough away from it to show for these movies where. It's kind of a joke yeah. to be in the mainstream, I think. Like, this one in Blood Vessel would never fly in a regular theater. <laughs> like, it's fine straight to video on demand or whatever for people that would just watch who can laugh at this kind of thing or, like, enjoy movies like this without taking it too seriously. But the broader audience, like, this would cause fucking uproar <laughs> in a regular theater. Like, you want to talk about banned books. Like, this is, like... Peak ban, like, everywhere would ban this movie from playing in their theater. Like, it would yeah. be a mess. Yeah. I, like I said, the reviews, people really enjoyed it. And it, it's funny, the one review that I saw that was like, that's perfect. It said, just enjoy the ride. Sure, there's some fucked up stuff in this movie. Absolutely. But just enjoy the ride, man. It's just murderous Nazi puppets. What else do you want from this? You know? Yeah. And I thought that was perfect. Like I said... I want more. I want another Puppet Master movie. There, there was a couple. I believe there's one about Blade. He's getting his own movie. Because everyone loves Blade. He's the best. So, um, like I said, they did a whole story arc where they were in Nazi times. And they were retro Puppet Master. It was a whole movie arc. And they were old versions. And Toulon was using them to get revenge because they killed his wife. And he's like, fuck you, Nazis. I'm going to use my puppets. 
And then him and the puppets are doing work against Nazis. And he joins like a secret society to fight Nazis. And so it's it's such a crazy out there story. It's it starts to dip into sci-fi because it's so fucking weird. But I like I said, it's a crazy world. And they just flipped the script and said Andre Toulon was evil. I'm like, oh, he was good. He was good for a long time. But yeah, what do I know? So minority kill count so we did a count and katie is way better at me with the numbers so katie came up with the number five and going off of that this movie was just hate crime central uh we got to see all the minorities almost all the minorities get snatched up pretty quick so it kind of made it easy so the new number is 360 in a tito turtle in a house in a plane full of vampires Heck yeah. Nine movies away, 360 minorities killed. Shame. So many white people. God, if we go back and count the white people, that's like ten times that number. Oh, easily. We have seen. <laughs> easily. Because yeah. white people be doing the dumbest shit. Yeah. There's more of them, so they gotta yeah. die more. Yeah. yeah. So, Katie, do you have anything else to say about Puppet Master, the Lilith Reich? If you're gonna watch this movie, you need to be able to suspend belief. And ignore the restrictions of the real world. Like, you just gotta let it go, guys. It's it's a funny, like, wild out there movie. If you liked um, the Hatchet movies, oh, this yeah. is kind of the same vein. Oh, you absolutely have fun like, time with this. There's, like, some comedy in it. It's just wild-ass kills. Um, the killer is like absurd and makes no sense this is gonna this is right up your alley if that's the kind of shit you like you're gonna like this so <laughs> okay so with that that is the end of this episode so if you have any other cool fun facts about puppets i guess don't send me a blade doll i won't take it but you can tweet us at allentown pod we have an email at this allentown presents at gmail.com we have a facebook at Allentown Presents. I don't know why my husband is trying to fill my house with creepy dolls. I, like I said, Blade and Jester are some of my favorites. I'm not even big on dolls, but I love those guys. And if they came to life, they would help us. Because they're cool. Depends on which version of them comes to life. I want the ones from 4 and 5. The ones that are really cool and got the little fedora hat. He's like, milady. He wouldn't say milady, he'd stab you. So... This was episode 291 in the pocket, in the books, out of sight. So the music you're listening to right now, that is Flip and the Combined Effort. Flip and the CE anywhere you can find them. The Studio Fitas, thank you so much for our artwork. So we have one more episode in the month of doll horror movies. And boy howdy, it's, it's a journey. I like the idea. And it's full of fucking ventriloquist dolls. There's so many. It's creepy as balls. Yeah, it's creepy as balls, I'll tell you that. And it's another film by our boy James Wan. So, uh, do you like Insidious? Do you like Saw? Do you like Conjuring? Have fun. Annabelle? Yeah, do you like Annabelle? This is another film just like that. All of those? Yeah. (laughs) That's what James Wan is good at. (laughs) So... Like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another puppet film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. So, Katie, what would you do if there was, like, a Blade doll and it came to life? And you were, like, you got up to drink some water and you just see him standing there and just waves at you. (laughs) 
her face. She was so torn. Is it is it the good? Is it a, it's the a good friendly one. one? It's the friendly one. Well, then I'd make friends with it, I guess. Like that little jigsaw doll that's in those YouTube shorts. <laughs> that's like the, okay. roommates with jigsaw. <laughs> okay, that's the real question. Would you be roommates with jigsaw? Not that fucking jigsaw. The okay, that's two different questions. Cause like this little one with the knives, like I could punt it or hit it with a baseball bat and not be a problem. But this fucking that little jigsaw is constantly pulling prank quote pranks where he's like killing things. Yeah, he's a he like head. made the dog fucking eat the keys. <laughs> like no, if somebody did that to Bella, no, I yeah, that's a fight. That's a fight on sight. I would murder that little doll. Yeah, I uh, force fed. Your car keys to bingo. No. <laughs> you have five minutes to retrieve your keys. Then will you take the life of your best friend or be late to work for the fifth time this week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I wouldn't live with J- little Jigsaw. Jimmy Jigsaw. I wonder, I wonder if he paid the rent. Probably. He stole it from all the people he killed. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he kills them and takes their wallet. They're he's cute. snatching people up off the street and then taking their wallets. He for sure. He's snatching people. His little ass. How is he grabbing people? How is he riding a tricycle? He's a doll. What? <laughs> That's it doesn't. <laughs> none of it makes sense. But we'll find out more about him next week. You're right about that. Oh, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye guys. Bye.